Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello and welcome to episode 468 of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Sam. Welcome along to your weekly fix of randomness, technology and life and everything else everything in between this is all you need this is it (laughs) forget every other podcast wipe every other podcast off your your device that's right delete them (laughs) now listen to us we know what's going on we need more listens we want to get the stuff out there hey real quick shout out to um we want to get this stuff out there i don't know what i'm talking about today It's, it's, uh, we're recording on Friday. <laughs> Our minds may be blown. It's okay. Uh, shout out to Steve. He's the program manager at uh, New Zealand National Field Days. I caught up with a Steve coffee. Steve Chappell. Yep. Steve Chappell. Yep, yep. Caught up with him just before. Had a coffee. Um, it was good. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Very yeah, interesting. Yeah, nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Shout out, Steve. Um, yeah. Hopefully we can uh, catch up for field days again in the future. Yes. All right. So, uh, what, what have you been up to? This week. Having coffee with Steve. <laughs> what more do you need? Uh, I, I went out and saw people yesterday, which was pretty impressive. Uh, I've been avoiding people for, 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 for months, it feels like, in my little uh, hermit hole here. Yeah, a little... That's <laughs> <laughs> one way of saying it, hermit hole, I guess. That's something. Um, yeah, no, I, um, I went to the opening of Hive. I Actually, the, they didn't know what the name is. They, 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 they announced the name there. So, so they're like, come along to this thing. Come along to this thing. So I was invited by Impact Hub, who I did some speaking for coaching their... Um, back in the... Yeah. yeah, talking to their uh, entrepreneurs or whatever. Mm. Uh, back in the um, COVID times when we were doing it all online. So oh, I did okay. So the, okay. The, the woman that invited me, the CEO of Impact Hub, I've never actually seen in person. I've only ever seen her... On a screen. Oh, okay. She didn't even recognize me when I, I was going to say, hey, did she have a face on the screen or was it just like a silhouette? No, and no. It was she, just a voice. No, she she had a face. And honestly, I wouldn't have picked her out of the crowd from the beginning. But when she got up and spoke and they were oh. like, oh, that's her. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I'll talk to her afterwards. <laughs> so that was Emma. Um, so that's cool. You're I like I, throwing I, business cards at her. Uh, I, I did give away a couple of business cards, uh, to be fair. So I, I, as with all of these things, because it's the Waikato, there's quite a few people I, I know there. I met up with a bunch of people. There's so many people turn up to all the same things. Yeah, eh? yeah, like, yeah. So there were three ex-TEDx speakers. Nice. Um, Rosie. Um, oh, the gosh, other two? I've, I've forgotten. No, uh, don't worry. The other two. Andrew and then Paul. Paul, okay. that's right. Paul was the name I was, I was blanking on. Uh, so that was cool. And then uh, Renil. Sounds he, familiar. He was the he acted in Surgical Precision. Okay, okay. Yeah. So he he's uh, he's great. He's a huge great value. They're just coming at finishing a film, and I've wangled my um, casting and crew uh, invite to the screening. Of course, because <laughs> I, I got nothing to do with it. Yeah. I've never okay. heard of it. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> Can I come along to your cast and crew screening? I don't know what this is about. Yeah, yeah, I just want to be there because um, I was talking to his wife. I didn't know it was his wife, and I was telling her stories about him on set. Oh no! Don't, <laughs> no, it's such, it's such a it's such a it's such a Chris thing to do. Uh, yeah, actually, yesterday, uh, just real real quickly, 
Uh, some of you may remember Chris I's activated from Tropfest. Oh, gosh. I got that reminder on Facebook yesterday. <laughs> Chris on stage staring at um, what's her face? Uh, Kate Rogers. Kate Rogers. Chris I's were activated. Carry on. <laughs> yeah. Shown on the big screen, like 40 feet so, high behind so me. So big. Like my, my sly look. <laughs> Do you know what I? Do you know what I? Um, the the thing that I uh, sucks back then just had a potato phone. Yeah, so it's a little bit blurry now. It would have been like high def. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he managed to get that on on camera. So anyway, um, yeah, it was pretty good. They had the mayor this uh, Paul of Southgate, right? Yes. So I sort of went, oh, do I know that chick? I know, yeah, and it's the mayor. Oh, yeah, okay. Did you realise how tall she is? Yeah, she's pretty tall. She's eh? Really, really tall. Yeah, yeah. And she is so good at speaking. Oh, okay. And, I don't, yeah. and she started off the first minute or two just flu- fluent Maori. Yeah. Maori. And um, just good. really, really good. So that was an, an impressive. Um, yeah, I met some uh, interesting people there. And uh, yeah, they're calling it Hive 11. So it's going to be a, a co op workspace. But Impact Hub is more about. Entrepreneurs with a uh, socially responsible entrepreneurs yep. with a you know sort of a impact they want to make right yeah uh, so yeah and they're going to this is going to be a home for entrepreneurs and activists so should be interesting so we, and where is this oh it's like, uh, Somerset Street in Frankton okay uh, used to be a car yard thing yeah um, and they've bought the building they've just finished refurbishing it oh it looks pretty interesting good. interesting is so we, I said oh we might have um, some. Film workshops that we're doing in Hamilton, and we'll find yes. out the pricing for the uh, the, the room because it looks pretty good. Yeah, yeah. actually, yeah. talking about that this week, we had a Misty Flicks meeting. We mentioned it last podcast. Yep. We've had the meeting. Here we are. Um, yeah, we spent five minutes bitching about the meeting just before this podcast. <laughs> bitching is the wrong word. We had a discussion. No. Yeah. About some stuff. You discussed. I was bitching. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's the way to do it. Yeah. I'm, I'm complete, keep being completely neutral yes. in whatever my new role is. Uh, this week, I also had to order some new glasses. I'm getting progressives because my eyes are stuffed and uh, I keep getting headaches and um, things are blurry. So yeah. that'll be fun. And then you get the glasses go, oh, my God, I, sh- I need those ones back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I preferred life blurry. Three, three to four days, most people are saying it'll take me to get used to them. We oh, will see. Yeah, yeah, you probably get headaches just wearing them. Oh, no, you get um, – every time you get a new prescription, you get real, like, seasick. Um, motion sickness, it's real terrible. Oh, well, I do. Yeah. I mean, I get motion sickness turning around too fast. Like, <laughs> go around a corner too fast, and I'm like, this isn't good. So you're not good on roller coasters and stuff? Oh no, I'm not. I'm literally. If I turned around twice now, standing here, I'd feel dizzy. Oh my god! So if I, we're talking about this. If we uh, do end up going to a uh, theme park in the future, like Gold Coast or something, we have to figure out all the remedies, tools, things on my wrist to help stop my inner ear, whatever the hell goes on with my brain. Wow. We do joke that my brain is very small and my giant melon <laughs> my giant melon head <laughs> shakes it around too much. Because uh, uh, my head's really large. It doesn't fit a normal hat. Yeah. It doesn't look like it, though, uh, too much. But, um, yeah, it's it's a whole thing. It's a thing. Okay. That's interesting. That's right. It's yeah. interesting. Hey, uh, jumping into the news for the week, um, yeah. one of the things, well, uh, you know me, it's, uh, it is actually just over a week or two weeks old, so it's not like... That's three pretty, years that's ago. That's good for you. Or anything. Good for you. Yeah, no, a uh, Roman scroll partially preserved when it was buried in the eruption of Mount Vesuvius. Yeah. 
in 1789 AD has been virtually unwrapped and decoded using artificial intelligence by a bunch of students. What's the other story we talked about that was almost similar but didn't have students involved? Yeah, uh, very similar. But but this one, um, I just liked it because, you know, I, I the only reason I get like, so the students did this, what's the big thing? Oh, it's an ancient Roman skull on pleasure. <laughs> well, they didn't know that. Well, yeah, they, I don't know. Uh, no, no, no. Anyway, so, uh, yep, some some use. Oh, but what a, what was the best thing about it is they won uh, $40,000 for doing that. So okay. AI has given them a 40, 40 grand, I assume, US dollar payout. So Pretty good. Hang on, when, was that a competition then or a grant sort of thing or what? Do we know? Uh it does say here. The three members of the winning team. Well, that doesn't tell me anything. Um, first two consistents to detect a small number of letters, winning 40,000 and 10,000 respectively. Blah, 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 blah. No, it doesn't tell me okay. why. I don't know if it was podcasts, random people, but somebody beat a radio station. What's very important for a radio station, Chris? Old technology now. Yeah. What, but what's important? What do you need? Well, a microphone and earphones is what I'd say. But if you want people to listen, what else do you need? Uh, transmission. That's right. So uh, when an Alabama radio station um, went offline, they had to figure out why. And uh, they went out and somebody stole their 200-foot tower. What? Um, he goes, I've never come across this before. You don't normally hear about this. Uh, a landscaping uh, crew that manages the area were like, uh, the tower's gone. And the guy said, what do you mean it's gone? They're like, it's no longer here. Um, yeah. So they cut the tower's wires, somehow removed it. They stole the AM transmitter from a nearby building as well. So, um, yeah, everybody's really surprised. Uh, it sounds like nobody knows what's going on. Replacement. So, what, did they do this in the middle of the night or something? Yeah, it must have. Replacement cost probably like between a hundred to one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, uh, they have to go off the air while they're doing this. Um, but they do. Ha- this is weird. They've got an FM transmitter and a tower for that, but they can't operate that while the AM station is off the air. I guess they must have to broadcast to both. Yeah, it might be a, a legal requirement. You yeah, can't yeah, do probably one without the other. Anyway, uh, that, that's what's happened, uh, Alabama. Yeah, so some some guys going, oh, I want to be a podcaster. God damn it, need one of those big aerial things. You know what? Well, they cost hundred grand. We'll just nick one. <laughs> if you had eight years, Chris, of time, yes, what would you do with it? If, if that was all I had left. Uh, no, just in general. Like, you come up with a random hobby, but you've got to do it for eight years. Uh, kayaking. I'm only saying that because I've got a kayak just gathering dust that's been used three times in the shed. <laughs> okay. So this dude has decided, or did decide over eight years, to make a 23-foot-tall Eiffel Tower out of matchsticks. 23 foot? That's pretty ridiculously large. I think it's eight metres tall. That's huge. Eight or nine metres tall. Whatever. He's dedicated nearly a decade of his life. He's done this. He used more than 700,000 matchsticks to do it. He's, it looks really cool. It's quite intricate. Um, it showcases immense patience and talent. And then he's like, you know, this is a Guinness World Record. Submits it to them. And they're like, no, no. 
So that's him standing in front of part of it. Right. Very detailed. And um, they said that he didn't re- uh, fulfill the requirements in the guidelines. The matches must be commercially available. Proof of this must be provided as evidence. Apparently, these ones weren't commercially available. Whatever the hell that means. I don't know. So anyway, he's a bit upset about it. That's it in its full glory. Oh, wow. That's but impressive. I... So we, we do a podcast. We talk about realms of technology and life. If you listen... listen or little, if you listen to commercial radio, they are just doing what we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're better because we've got no music. <laughs> we don't have the... We don't want to pay money for that. We, we don't force you to sit here for hours on end. It's just half an hour. It's yeah. very hard to get Chris's music from the vinyl or wax tubes that he has <laughs> onto here. Uh, and nobody wants to hear it. But basically, I got in the car the other day and they were talking crap and... Um, they said that this has been uh, reversed. So I think Guinness has given the guy the record now. Oh, right. For whatever reason. I don't know if it was uproar or whatever. They did say, like, we do have rules that we have to follow to make it fair for everyone. Yeah, and fair enough. So there's this big tip from, from Sam. If you're going to break a Guinness World Record or go for a Guinness World Record, read the rules first. And Yeah, and especially if you're going to dedicate eight years. <laughs> but I wonder, I, I don't know what's actually happened, but I wonder if he got... Like, commercially available matchsticks at the start, and then midway through, they're like, we're removing them from sale? Yeah, I don't don't know. know. It's a bit weird. does sound a bit weird. Uh, I've got a... I'll tell you you what you don't have, Chris. What's that? You don't have an official Pro-Yo 2 from the 1998 original Yo-Yo. But if you do want one, there's one for sale on Facebook Marketplace for $2,500. Damn. So it was used on the international yo-yo circuit by Todd McKellen from 99 to 2003. Then his nephew, Ross Tanaki, used it from 2005 to 2006. It had a detour. It's ended up in New Zealand with Ross. It's been on display ever since. It's got some special string that they use, blah, blah, blah. I was going to say, they must have changed the string a few times. Time wasters need not bother inquiring. The Pro-Yo 2 just won't be given to anyone, even if you shell out $2,500. Ross's daughter will require a quick six-question survey before being considered as a potential buyer. Good on them. Um, this is great marketing. That's great marketing. And it's just on Facebook Marketplace. This is a random post that I came across. Talking about <laughs> a two and a half, yeah, I know. Welcome to my life. $2,500 um, yo-yo. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, I, I I came across this and I thought, holy crap, this is scary. So uh, it's a an AI scam. Yes. Um, and a finance worker, a multinational firm, was tricked. Oh, yes, yes, I know where you're going with this. Yeah, by fraudsters using deepfake to technology to pose as the company's chief financial officer officer in a video conference call so the guy's having a video conference call with what he thinks is his chief financial officer yeah who says yeah 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 pay this thing and the guy pays out from the company 25 million dollars to these fraudsters yes that is insane so there was a lot of comments on this and people were like that's a lot of money and some people were like look some people do have the authority for that amount Yep. But they also said for that guy's role, it's surprising that there wasn't another check put in place at some point mm. um, just to follow it through. 
But I would love to see. I'd love to see the actual guy and the deep fake. Yeah. Because, uh, but then if you go, oh, I'm on a crappy video connection, and yeah. it's sort of like a bit crappy. Yeah, yeah. No, no, we should do that. Yeah. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was 200 million Hong Kong dollars, which is about 25.6 million uh, US dollars. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's the amount of. So I had a friend who um, his job before he died, he was um, he he controlled 60 million for IBM and just moved it around. Mm. It was there. That was their float money, okay. and he moved it currency exchange just to keep the money in the best currency and mm. it was just float money it was just ridiculous yeah and it was funny because at, at, at his uh, funeral this guy his boss got up and and he died young he was in a diving accident and his um, boss got up and mentioned this and then his flatmate who was his flatmate for his virtually his whole life like yeah okay he was still a flatmate while he was working for IBM and he goes I thought he was still working for the taxi company <laughs> Because he used to be a controller for the taxi oh, company. Good. But he got this job at the thing. He didn't bother telling his, his flatmates. That's the spirit. He's doing 60. It's just crazy. Anyway, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, big news in the Waikato. We read about this the other week and we forgot to mention it. Kiwi Ingenuity has come to the forefront oh, yeah. of helping eels and fish with a safe pathway to the sea. So this is the first homegrown fish-friendly flood pump commissioned by the Waikato Regional Council, and it has successively passed a 1.2-metre-long short-fin eel. I don't know if I like that term when people pass things. Yeah. Gone for a big dump or something. Anyway, this pump uh, is pretty cool. Uh, These people, uh, it's replacing an existing pump that they've already got, and basically when there was heavy rain, this pump kicked in, and seven tuna-slash-eels passed through it, uh, got caught in a net at the end. And they didn't have any injury. Um, so it's basically, yeah, they're all rather excited. From this article, it seems like yeah, they're yeah. pretty excited. Um, the council has over 120 pump stations uh, with the original pump uh, set up. So it sounds like they're going to be replacing a whole bunch of them with this. And it's sort of like, yeah, it's like a corkscrew type of yeah. system. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. instead of chopping up things, it's still pulling the water through, but anything that's like a fish or whatever can go through it. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, it makes it makes perfect sense. So, uh, yeah, no, that was that was a that was a good one. And I mean, you know, they talk about Kiwi ingenuity. When they first talked, when I first started reading that story, I was like, "Wow, Kiwi ingenuity! What are they doing?" And it's like, ah, oh, it's just less propeller fans and um, a longer continuous one rather than short stubby ones so the original impellers which this company uh they installed widely across new zealand in the 60s and 80s and then they just and they've had these councils saying hey we want some fish friendly pumps and it sounds like once the waikato regional council got involved um and they've got funding for the project it was a much easier decision for them to look into this apparently yeah yeah yeah, anyway. I'm going to talk about money again. Um, so, British actor Tom Hollander, um, he had a bit of a, a funny story. Uh, it was on NBC's Late Night with Seth Myers, which I didn't see. I didn't see this interview. But he said, um, Seth said to him, I feel like it's almost the elephant in the room, but do you know there's an actor named Tom Holland? Yes. <laughs> and Hollander goes, yep, yep, yep. 
I know that. And Maya said, did you ever make, did, do people ever make that error? And he said, yeah, it's been difficult because, you know, he's, I was here first because he's an older dude, but he's enormously famous um, and things come up all the time. But he did, did say, uh, he says, um, he illustrated, people come out and go, where's, where's Tom Holland? And they're like, that, it's me. Oh, oh, I was looking for <laughs> Spider-Man, right? But then um, he went to see a friend who was doing theatre in England for 300 pounds a week, and Holland uh, said smugly in the audience, having done a BBC show for 30,000 pounds. Okay. So he, his friend, his acting, is getting 300 pounds a week and stoked, and Holland is like, <laughs> I just got 30 grand. And... Um, and then he, he got an email from his agency saying, payment advice slip, your first box office bonus for the Avengers has come in because he had the same agency oh. as Holland. And they actually paid him. Oh, no. And he goes, I thought, I thought, you know, 30 grand for my thing was a lot. This is his bonus check, and it was a multi-seven-figure sum. <laughs> Showed up in his back, and he goes, ah, oh, yeah, I, I should never have been smug about that 30 grand. <laughs> No, you need that Marvel money. Marvel money. Whatever you're doing, Marvel money. Yes. Just go in there. Actually, um... Speaking of Marvel money, uh, congratulations, Harley, for owning your own house now. Yes, yeah. (laughs) I don't know if Marvel money comes into that, but it reminded me. Going in with his brother helped, and he'd been looking for a house for for years, a couple of years now. Um, And originally they were looking for a house in Dunedin, down there. Yeah. Um, But it looks like they've got a place in Auckland. Yeah, so cool. pretty good. Uh, I, something that did happen this week, I dealt with a trade me seller who was very good. Uh, I got a boot tray uh, parcel pullout thing for my oh, car. Yeah, 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 yeah. Been trying to find one for ages. Dude had one for sixty bucks. It's in Wellington. He goes, "I'll ship it to you." Tell you what, do it for a hundred. I was like, "Okay," because that's still cheaper than what I've seen previously. So, just to clarify, we're talking about the screen that you pulled down over the back of a station wagon. Yes, one of yeah. them, and. Uh, so that was all good. He said, just go through the process, but just pay me 100 So I went through the process, and originally it was going to be $58 for shipping and 60 bucks for the thing. Paid him 100 bucks. He goes, I'll ship it tomorrow. And he literally did. Like, the very next day, he's at the post office, and he emails and goes, hey, shipping's way cheaper than what I thought. I'll just give you 20 bucks back. Okay. <laughs> like, I wouldn't have known any different. And, and anyway, good dude. So shout out yeah. to uh, Random Trade Me Guy. Yeah, random trade me guy. Way to go. Woo-hoo. Um, you don't get that very often. Yeah, we don't want to talk about Americas, uh, I don't think, because, you know, let's celebrate the, uh, the, the Kansas City Chiefs win by shooting everybody. Um, it was way less people shot than I thought. I thought yeah, no, more. it was only twenty-two people shot. One died, and, and it was, uh, there like, was a million people there. So they, you know, they were terrible. Shots. <laughs> terrible. Uh, the, the guy that died was a well-beloved DJ. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't hear that. So that's no good. Oh. This, I read this this morning. You never get some, the guy that died was an absolute jackass. Just going to throw that out there. You you virtually never hear that. No, you don't. Um, except for that um, Kissinger dude. Mm. Everybody said he was an asshole. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a war criminal and stuff. Also, uh, I, I think there'll be a lot of people dancing when Trump dies, but uh, yeah. Maybe. Uh, we talked about this in the past. You really have to think about what photo your family or friends are going to use if you go missing or you die suddenly. <laughs> There's some oh terrible God. examples out there. 
You've got tons of photos to pick from. <laughs> I don't know what anyone can access. Oh, I know. Chris I is activated. <laughs> he's just like, what's he doing? Don't Me worry. over the shoulder of Kate Rogers. Everyone will know. <laughs> so, yeah, that's right. So Niwa, there's a story came out in Niwa, uh, the National uh, Crown-owned Weather Research Institute. Yeah. They had to defend their spend on some luxury utes. Now, they've said basically they trialled every ute on the market to fit their needs. They have to go to random locations and they have to take boats with them, right? Yeah. So they went with a Chevrolet Silverado 4x4. HD LTZ premium ute. Okay, so I'm just going to stop you now. If you had said a Range Rover, I might have gone, oh, this is getting a bit sus. But a Chevrolet? Okay, carry on. They're $172,000 each. Mm. They got four of them. So they spent almost $700,000 on four utes. Okay. Now, a top of the range, fully specced Ford Ranger is about $90,000. Okay? Oh, all right, so I know nothing. It's basically what we're just saying here. <laughs> but they got they went through the process. They did everything. The the minister said, uh, who's Judith Collins, said they. I'm sure they've gone through the process correctly and everything. But basically, they're getting hassled a little bit because there's no obviously electric or hybrid version that would work for them. Um, same with like the police; they can't just go around in electric vehicles. Yeah. But basically, the the. Two and a half thousand kilos is the most a Ford Ranger Raptor can tow. These can tow four and a half ton, four thousand five hundred kilos. But okay. but it's interesting because uh, like when they get weird vehicles like this that aren't a hundred percent that common, I always feel like eventually they end up running into problems when they need parts or servicing and stuff. Yeah, like it's sort of you got to think about the whole picture. Anyway, yeah. it'd be interesting, but yeah, like pretty fancy looking Utes. I wouldn't look twice at that, honestly. No, but you don't know anything about vehicles. Yeah, it's true. You don't even don't, have a vehicle. I don't even have a vehicle. You have a bike I've that's a, behind me right now. I've got a bus pass that I've been hammering. Hammering the bus hammering pass. The bus Is that pass. how you got to that thing? Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, I'll catch got this. got home too. Oh, catch this bus. Yep. So uh, shout out to the... Uh, <laughs> Are you gonna <laughs> bus are, service? Are you, are you ever going to feel a need to get another vehicle, like another car? Uh, I No. I don't not, know. I'm, I'm, currently, you I'm don't need one. Seriously, not. I, I've, I've actually given it some thought. I don't have the money for a car at the moment, but I don't know that I need one. I think you'd only end up. I with think a car. I'd be better off getting uh, that loop thing. You know, oh, access yeah. to a loop, so I could go to uh, the region and use some of my free tickets to watch a movie. Yeah. at some point, because that's, right. that's too far to cycle. No, no, I was thinking like <laughs> I could only imagine you having a vehicle if you ended up a, with a job that had a car involved in it yeah 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 I, i've had a work vehicle before and i that was pretty pretty sweet actually yeah, yeah exactly exactly <laughs> that's what i was thinking uh yeah um yeah so uh that's almost everything oh hang on what do we got here what have you got what's happening this week what is happening this week uh i i've just got a lot of work on I don't really have anything exciting you love going it. on. You love the work. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to get my workshops going. So I'm, I'm going to do a hook creation workshop. I'm actually going to be doing it for free for some people to start off with to, to test out the, the thing. This is where you uh, want to know how to capture somebody's attention for mm. either your business mm. or whatever project you're running, whatever like that. And we're going to go through. So at the end of the workshop, it'll be a couple of hours on a probably a Saturday morning is the plan so far. It's frowned upon just to yell at people. 
Yes. So yes. Uh, at, um, and stripping off uh, in in the in the shopping mall is also well, frowned upon. Well, at Pack and Save the other day, there was a guy walking through the uh, the car park just screaming at people, going, "Give me money, you F and C! Give me money! Where's my money? Give me money!" Apparently, that wasn't oh, working dude, for him. Uh, when I went, I caught the bus yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, just, did, we, we did just come. Just yeah, go. So you blocked this I out, didn't you? Down, and I've got one ear phone in, like listening to like uh, TV, uh, the YouTube thing. And this guy next to me goes, uh, so are you going into town? I'm like, yeah, I'm going into town. He goes, I'm going to see the Chiefs. And I'm like, it's Thursday. I don't know. Is the Chiefs playing? What? I was like, oh, that's good. Do you go there often? Oh, I didn't go last year. And it's not fair. It's not fair on that. And then he went, started ranting. And I'm like, oh, I'm speaking to one of those people. <laughs> there's, so many cra- there's so many crazy and, people out there. Yeah, and he's like, it's not fair on me. They, But I didn't go last year at all, but I'm going this year on the something of February or March or something. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Let me put my, my video thing back on. <laughs> Just, oh, like, you know, it's the, terrible. Anyway, yeah. You are uh, like 30 seconds away from getting stabbed. <laughs> for some reason. I don't know why. Remember, if keep the thing in. Pack around it, if you can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Uh, yeah. No, so hook workshops coming up. Yeah, uh, I've I've got to do some work. On, I was hoping to get it ready for this weekend, but I'm not. So hopefully, maybe this coming weekend, maybe the weekend after. We'll see. Excellent. Uh, I'll be waiting for another week and a half uh, with blurry eyes uh, <laughs> until I can pick up my glasses. And um, so, um, so if you see Sam and wave and he doesn't wave back, that's why. I just don't want to wave back. Um, <laughs> and uh, I'll probably have to do some thinking about this Misty Flicks and figure out what's going on. Yeah, so Sam, if we haven't mentioned it, is now the project coordinator for uh, Misty Flicks uh, Film Festival. Yes, Film Festival. Festival coordinator, I should say. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Should be good. Should be good. Sam's my boss. I'm doing. I'm doing the Misty Flicks Challenge, right. uh, which is a competition which I will be announcing to everybody in the next two weeks. Yes, we're going to work on that. Okay. Until next time, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoy the show. Make sure to subscribe and catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.